miasma of smoke and death hangs over Rinkoping. If one were to walk the streets of this briny backwater, they would hear wailing, weeping, crackling of still burning fires, and the harried shouts of townsfolk, sailors and soldiers in the distance. From here, at the bridge where you just toppled the great beast with its shield drum, guards clap you on the shoulder and cheer. Commoners look to your party of daring and flamboyantly magical adventurers as inspirations. Ramal and Crow land in the wreckage, and Eliander Fireborn comes over to you immediately. It was only an hour ago that he was questioning two of you inside a warded jail cell underneath the barracks. He indicates quickly that there have been many captives taken. They've been pulled down the river upstream, and the town is yet to be fully cleared. He's dispatching guards in the same breath to go search different streets and just put out fires, figuratively and literally. Um, at the tower of Balgo Watch, the remaining levy of townsfolk seem like they are gathering, anyone who's able to hold a sword. And the attack is still fresh, but the murmurs of, of the few townsfolk nearby that aren't celebrating seem like they are, are worried, and maybe even their blood's rising a little bit, wanting revenge. So, as Eliander's talking to you guys, what do you do? Oh, did you see what I did? Um, I took down the shield. Yes, I saw. This oh, is I why was speaking I, um, to Crow. But yes, no. you saw it too, right? Yes. No, go, go on. <laughs> <laughs> no, no that, that was about it. Your your reputation grows, Trees. You could say it crows, too. Bart wanders up. I don't know if you'd say that, honestly, Trees. That's, that's pushing it a bit. Okay, okay. But uh, these... These bullywogs must be driven from the town. I will assist. Give me some of the guards. And I turn to Eliander if he's around and just ask okay. him. Give me, give, me, give me like five or so guards and I'll clear for, a part of the town. To clear Are the town? Yes. You can I accompany them. Which, where where have you been staying? How, we, we haven't seen your face around here before. I, I tend to make a habit of knowing everyone. Somewhat new in town, but at the Oland house for a bit, at least a night ah. only, I think. Then accompany them, who I just assigned to go that way. Go see if you can check on anyone that you may have, have known, anyone that anything you've left behind. Uh, when you're ready, um, I suspect our job is not quite over yet. We must recover the townsfolk. Uh, I will be at the tower. Uh, but I, I plead with you, uh, do not stop. Uh, he gestures around at the uh, the somewhat still chaotic scene, the aftermath of the battle, and smiles a little bit behind uh, a, a really stern-looking face. He says, you did good. 
Yeah, we did. And Bart is going to let out like a really big sigh and then nod to five of the guardsmen that he gathered okay. up previously and uh, turn to Crow and Trees and be like, I'm going to go clear Oland House and then meet Eliander at the tower. Uh, I'm right behind you. I've got uh, some important things back there. Good. And Ramal also sort of says to the group now gathered uh, on this bridge as commoners uh, and guardsmen look on, um, as I too must attend to something. I will return from the old Solmore Manor post haste. I will meet you at the tower. Ooh, and Ramal. he, yeah, he guess. looks as he sort of levitates up a little bit. Yes. How do we contact you if we need to? And he smiles and says, I will know. And then just flies off. Um, and you hear actually the crowd murmur a little bit when he does that. And they hear you ask this question. Uh, and you hear some, some people murmur, uh, is that that Ramal? He brings this upon us. And uh, someone else says, I, I hear if you say his name, Anywhere within town, he can hear everything that you say afterwards. And another, another says, He turned my cousin into a shrew. <laughs> and another one says, Where, where do you go? And they just keep, you know, people are talking about Ramal now. Boy, that guy seems like a superhero. Yes. Uh, right down for the disregard for common people as well. Romal, uh, Eliander says, Romal is not like the rest of us. He's, <laughs> he's seen too much. Um, but that's a story for another time. Go. Let's make haste. Wait. I'll see you at the tower, Eliander. Um, and he, he nods and just goes back to shouting at other guards, you know, like, quick, that building over there, more buckets, buckets, you know. All right, Bart is going to start uh, jogging off towards the Oland house with guard guard friends and teammates. Yeah, I will also be doing that and picking up arrows that I can see to uh, fill up my uh, quiver. Okay, I think you can recover uh, however many arrows you, you had, unless it was some crazy amount. Yeah, um, I there, There's plenty strewn around here. Just for color. Yeah. Just pulling them out of bodies. Are, yeah. are you, are you, are you saving the ones that you had your amazing shots with? Because that would be <laughs> kind of cool. <laughs> oh, frame yeah, that would be a good idea. Those must be um, lucky. Maybe it's so... me. Maybe it's the bow. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys keep moving towards Oland House. Is anyone going somewhere else? I think I've had enough of splitting up for now. Let's stay together. <laughs> Agreed. Cars was already a bit east of the bridge, so I imagine after in the immediate aftermath, having briefly talked with Eliander, he would have been in that area. I think Eliander said, "Hey, just you know, clean up here." Yeah. So he probably would have saw them coming along and naturally would have ridden up to meet up and link up with the rest of the party as well. Like, holy crap, guys. Okay. Yeah, makes sense to me. Okay, well, you guys move to Oland House and you 
make your way through the smoky and foggy streets. You see people sitting outside their houses, some of them just looking at their house as it's on fire, and people try without any real progress to put these fires to these timber frame houses out. It seems like the, the devastation from the battle doesn't end at the bridge. Uh, the rest of town has suffered just as much, and there is fire, and there are dead bodies, and every once in a while you even see uh, a bullywug sort of in its death throes uh, being taken out by a guard, or one uh, group of guards you see go running off after a, a bullywug that looks like it was still looting someone's house, uh, but it quickly jumps into the river and swims away. But you reach Oland House. And it's not on fire, but it looks like there are dozens of people standing around. Um, some of them are clutching wounds with fresh bandages on them. Um, and you see the pier that you had just so recently had an altercation on. And all the two-thirds of the cargo remaining that was waiting for transport all been smashed open. And a couple of guards are barring access onto the pier as gold and silver and other valuables are strewn around. Uh, you can even see some glimmering in the shallow water. I didn't realize there was still any... I thought they took all of it in the cart. They took one cartload and you shadowed them. Remember, they destroyed six or more ships stole every bit of their cargo including the schloss glacier council told you there were shipments of currency and precious metals you found less precious metals copper ingots on the beach but this is this represents days and days of trade um and you know yeah, it, it seems that. like you know, this this one horse-drawn cart couldn't have possibly brought the entire cargo of the ship in one go, but it didn't get a chance to go back for a second trip. Made sure of that. You made sure of that. <laughs> nice. Um, Trees rushes to their room and uh, searches for their backpack, potion of healing, and gold bar. You find it, um, and you yes. see there's oh some gosh. people like laying down a wounded person on a bed in the next room over from you. Uh, they've got a pretty serious looking head wound, but they look like they're stable. I like look, I like see them and I'm like, ooh, it looks bad. I rush to my room and find my gold bar and hold <laughs> it in my chest. <laughs> I got you. You still got You're it. You're safe. You still got it. You're safe. Shove, shove it in my backpack and. Um, <laughs> Uh, find whoever, uh, find, uh, Bart. Uh, Bart is going to direct the guards, make sure none of the fires reach the old house, and then is going to take the healer's kit that they picked up along the way and start tending to the wounded people in Very nice. the house. So, yep. using your healer's kit, are you going to, um, I believe... You can use it flavor-wise to tend to people, but uh, are you going to expend any of the charges? I'm, I mean, uh, I'm, I'll triage it out. How many people look seriously injured? Uh, let me tell you here. That's, uh, at Oland House, 
Um, there are six people that look like they are wounded enough that you could benefit them in some way. You know, it says in the text of a healer's kit, it's a leather pouch containing bandages, salves, splints. The kit has 10 uses, and as an action, you can expend one use of the kit to stabilize a creature that has zero hit points without needing to make a wisdom medicine check. Um, so because this is, you know, not some party member in combat or something like that, one could hand wave this, but I think this is important. What are you actually doing? You bandaging people up, using up some salves? Yeah, Bart will expend all six charges and heal everybody. All six charges, okay. Yep. So you- Breeze is just following around, playing the loot, trying to like bring a little bit of calmness after this crazy battle. And I like if it. I don't, I'm sure we don't have time for a short rest, but like trying to emulate my song of rest kind of thing where people sure. get an extra d6 of points on a short you play rest, the so theme from your restful. song of rest yes exactly uh, a short quote um Perfect. okay so and uh karzalek and crow are you guys in oland house as well did you go inside absolutely karzalek yep. is just kind of buckling down and is helping with his profession it's really just like moving debris out of the way trying to mm -hmm. like you know clean up and just make it not look like an absolute war zone yeah there's like a dead giant frog with its dead rider like <laughs> really near where you had been standing in the smoking section um outside and uh it looks like some barrels of salt fish have been smashed open and you can see that as they're sort of spread down the street looks like the bullywugs were even grabbing salt fish in there running away at the last minute grabbing anything of value got yeah. it yeah, just some janitorial work, you could say. Uh, okay. Bart is going to try to uh, motion, like while he's attending some weird people, going to motion cars like over and be like, mm, "Cars like you should find some able-bodied lads and have them carry some beds downstairs stairs for these wounded men. We can make a little ward down here of sorts." Good idea, Bart. I'll round him up, and he'll take off upon that order. Very good. And Crow, what is Crow up to? You probably had over the last six hours of your life um, a, a pretty intense, an, an intense evening. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's so much has happened in the last few hours. It feels like it's two months worth of things. <laughs> it feels like almost <laughs> two months of time have passed by, and mm -hmm. and we scrutinized every moment of it in in. Such detail. <laughs> I love playing um, low wisdom. <laughs> I think I think what Crow does is she goes up to the quarters where she was staying um, with others, I assume. Mm -hmm. And she kind of just tries to find a little bit of quiet. And she in particular wants to take out the things that she uh, took from the ship just to make sure that she has them and that they're still intact. Sure. Um, that would be the uh, the note the uh, piece of the fern and yeah. the uh, piece of teal fabric. Okay, yeah. You So maybe you sort of see you standing yeah. in, in a room and like uh, Karzalek and a couple of volunteers bring the bed out of it and then you're sort of standing in this empty room awkwardly and you hear, you know, the commotion outside the walls and it sort of fades into the background for you and you lay out in front of you, maybe you like slide your back down against the wall, sort of look at the things that you've gathered 
and think. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I try to keep them from prying eyes, but just want to make sure that I have them and that they're safe. Sure. Yeah, you do have them. You 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 think right now this is the safest you've felt in a minute? Mm-hmm. I think it is, yeah. And um, then after I'm, I'm satisfied with that, I'll I'll go down and uh, pitch in. Okay. Well, so we sort of see you guys helping around here, and how long do you want to take to do all of this? Um, <clears throat> Bart would probably just try to get everybody set up and, like, make sure everybody's uh, well enough to fend for themselves, and, like, there's, like, you know, a, a space where it can be done, so maybe, like, an okay, hour and so a half, just two hours. An hour and a, okay, so in that time, unless you spend time doing nothing but tending to your own wounds and eating, drinking, sitting, talking, um, you cannot benefit from a short rest. Um, right. So you're going to spend an hour and a half doing that. That would put us close to around one in the morning or so, I would think. What do other people feel and or want to do? I imagine um, after stabilizing Olden House and as you said, um, making sure everyone is stable, really just knocking out. <laughs> it's been a hell of a night. Yeah. I agree with that. Didn't we, like, didn't, weren't we, like, regrouping for something, though? Didn't Eliander say something yeah, about Eliander that? Eliander wanted you to come back. I mean, he said, yeah. take take the time that you need to get ready. Mm -hmm. There have been captives mm -hmm. taken, right? You know, yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, you you must go rescue. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it, how many guards did you see hurling spells? How many guards did you guys see taking down multiple Bully books. Nut. To answer my stupid question. Yeah. You guys are the heroes of this fight. Yeah, they are dependent upon us. They are dependent so upon they you. Leave, they and, leave when we leave. And you also made in the last fight. I mean, the first fight was pretty much chaos. And there was a lot going on. But the, the fight where you guys took down the giant creature, that was in front of everyone who could see the bridge. So... You are now known. Whether or not by name is a different question, but, you know, the people I, who saved the town are at Oland House right now, helping tend to the wounded. I, I do think that if anyone saw Crow, she would have been flying along with this person that brings doom wherever he goes. So maybe <laughs> maybe there's a little difference of perception. I don't know. Sure, sure. I'm, I'm, I bet the rumor mill is swirling right now. Yeah, that's his daughter. He's got some yeah, who knows? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, so I so you guys want to take joking. an hour? <laughs> Do you guys want to take an hour or two to uh, to to rest? To what? Tell me what it is you want to do. It sounds like we're just trying to make sure that everything's good at Oland House, and then mm -hmm. I don't know about everyone else, but I feel like we should head back to the tower. So I don't know how long it takes for us to get all of that done. Yeah, and maybe I don't know if we want to talk about taking a short rest or not. But I agree with think. I agree with that statement. I think maybe. I think a rest is coming sooner or later, but perhaps going to talk to Eliander first, seeing if there is a game plan in the works, and from there realizing, okay, well, first we clearly need to, yeah, recover at some extent. But 
if go see what's up first yeah to be yeah. polite we don't want to be like oh sorry you know i, I just i just laid down closed my eyes for a second and what do you yeah. know four hours yeah, went yeah. by right exactly yeah. yeah i just needed to take eight hours to feel back at max hp before i decided i wanted to do something for, you know it's just yeah. that this for what it's worth yeah go ahead i was gonna say we could take an hour and short rest but um that's another hour and, and i was gonna say what to happens during that hour exactly right so not so Bart, here but elsewhere yeah so bart was uh, expecting that like tr you know tending to people and creating like a little trauma center a triage center would take probably like an hour an hour and a half sure and then bart is definitely still like riding on this adrenaline rush high of like being effective and uh like being a good adventurer again like or maybe yeah. never having been one before when he was younger and then like stopping and then now yeah. like finding his groove and being like oh maybe i never should have stopped this but i just maybe be a druid maybe because past adventures <laughs> were landed a little different like you know you go to a town and you help them and you kill the local owl bear or something that's been terrorizing a farm yay big happy dinner for the guy who's killed the monster mm -hmm. moving on to the next thing and you kind of yeah. get tired of that formula over time but this is like you're saving people yeah I think that also Bart, when he was adventuring before, was just adventuring like as a level one fighter, technically or commoner. Right. right? Like so, just getting into getting into trouble probably is what it was. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, so okay. Bart's plan was always to just do this, get everybody good to go, and then just jog right back to the sure. tower. So an hour and a half is what rush. you guys. Yeah. I will agree. That sounds like a reasonable amount of time to do that in. Um. So that puts us then pretty squarely at one in the morning. Um. Okay, okay. Okay. So you guys take the time to do the triage center and help out. And one more thing that you pick up while you're here um, is that um, someone mentions, and it's, it's sort of casual, they're mentioning to somebody else, and they're like, man, it's a huge bummer. Uh, Lady Sutton's inheritance was was gonna be donated. They're bringing it up to Crabber's Cove, and I guess last I heard before the attack, there was some news about a cart had overturned. I don't. <laughs> no one's letting them out on the dock, and they're not letting us over by the uh, by by Crabber's Cove neither. Uh, I, I don't. I don't quite get it. Is and. You see all that gold out there? I knew Lady Sutton was was charitable, but that's that's a lot of gold. And you just hear people talking about like how there's guards maybe fifty feet away, like where where Bart had been mucking out the latrine uh, that runs into the sea there. Um, you know, there's like, and where you guys fought the blink dogs and the first bullywug that you found, and all of that. That is now covered in wrecked crates, wrecked chests, and treasure. Uh, and the guards are, they're not even cleaning it up. They're just keeping people away because the battle is still kind of fresh. Um, but it reaches one in the morning, and you've learned that. Um, you guys going to head to the tower next? Yes, um, before uh, a quick uh, a quick moment as they leave, or as they prepare to leave, Karzalik will go to Crow briefly, recalling the heat of the battle and just reassuringly putting a hand on her shoulder he says Crow, tonight you've been in the belly of a beast 
and a speck in the sky. Two places I don't think I'll ever be, or do I wish to be. Are you good to keep going tonight? I might as well. Alright, well, you take care of yourself. Hmm. And, I mean, just flash back for everybody. It was about now six hours, seven hours ago, where you guys were waking up after a sleep at Oland House and began to stake out um, the pier. I guess you didn't begin to stake out the pier. You decided that staking it out was no longer good enough. Uh, I believe you said something like, uh, uh, we're going to go check it out. And he's like, when, when would have been the best time to, to go invisible and stealth around on the boat? Probably right when we got here. Um, but instead, you guys waited. So then you you rested. You got your, your stuff back. But then you went and you got on the boat and you saw it as it was leaving. And now, hours later, after Crow, you saw this cadre of three beast people on that boat. You saw some pretty similar looking ones on the dock and then attacking the entire town. So it has been a lot. Hmm. But unless you guys have more that you'd like to discuss right now, uh, I'm going to say you arrive at the tower. Can I, um... Try to do a player abdicate thing or whatever. Yep. <laughs> um, so I said that I was doing like my song of rest thing. Mm -hmm. um, and we were there for an hour and a half. And a song of rest only takes a short rest time. Mm -hmm. So if I was doing that, wouldn't everyone that hears my performance get uh, a D6 hit points on their short rest? So anyone... I guess maybe my players aren't short resting, but I, I, yeah. I don't know if they are. See, that's the that's the trick there. Okay. I hear where you're coming from. what about from, me? But... I'm well, if you were doing that and you were doing nothing but playing your song of rest and resting, you can benefit from it. But it says, oh, if you or any trick. friendly creatures who can hear your performance regain hit points at the mm -hmm. end of the short rest oh, by spending one or more hit dice, huh. each of those creatures. So no one in your party chose to rest instead of helping set up the triage thing. Um, and Okay. But then selfishly, would I be able to expend hit I dice think while performing? rules as written, you would be able to. If you chose to just That's do Song of up. Rest for that period of time, it's messed up, but it's also how the spell works. And if you guys sure. had, uh, had, had worked together on that to benefit from that, you all would have gotten it. But instead, it's not a spell. You did something it's a else. feature. Right, but yeah. a feature. Class feature. Cool. It's, it's, how it, it's how the mechanic works. All right. Um, well, thanks. How is everybody looking like health-wise at this point? Because uh, Crow, Crow is uh, healed up. Like, like she did not take any more damage in the second part of that fight. Cars is pretty beat to shit. Okay. Bart is also kind of beat to shit, but has like a uh, that glint in his eye still. Yeah. And the, your look on his okay. face. That, that frightening look, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a hit die and a half down. Okay. So I would benefit from it. Well, it sounds like my other compatriots would benefit from it more. <laughs> right. But your other compatriots decided to help out with the yeah. first aid thing. But we I are think selfish. What we can say is I'm going to rule that you get the benefit of a short rest. And moreover, the people around you, that, that's not for naught, is that the, the people in this little impromptu ward that you've set up for Oland House, they all benefit from that too. And it seems like you really have had an impact on their spirits. 
Um, Oland House remains strong after the Bullywog attack. Wonderful. And then, Gorham. okay, just to keep clarifying, because I have to make sure. So that was a short rest for me, so that means I get my Bardic Inspirations back. You get anything that you would get back on a short rest for a Bard, which I think cool. is right. Bardic Inspiration and it, I think. HP if you spend a hit die here. Yeah, so I'm going to spend a hit die. I'll tell you what it is. Okay. Um, it's a D8. I rolled a six. My con nice. is one. So that's nice. seven. And then roll another D6 for your song of rest. That's a four. So I'm back to full HP. Damn. Back to full HP. Very Wait. nice. Which is Bring only on the next battle of Watch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I think cool. now... And I got we... my Bardic Inspiration back, which is way huge, because I can help you guys now. That is huge. So I feel so... invigorated by seeing everyone listen to my music. I'm like, okay, I am good at this. No, I mean, like, it is, it's an important thing. It's, it's like the human spirit, you know, indomitable. Yeah. Even in, I've been places before where the mood was so bad for one reason or, or another, and then someone takes out an instrument and they start playing, and suddenly it's like, eh, life ain't that bad. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all right. Yeah. We're going to make it. Mm -hmm. So cool. I think that's an important scene there as you guys are all setting up. That yeah. was helpful, uh, not just to you. So, Thank but you, you guys arrive at Balgo Watch Tower, and I'm gonna drag everybody over there. And I've been doing a little bit of map cleanup uh, <laughs> as this has been happening. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo. There's trees. Oh, that's Ippy. Is Ippy gone? Ippy is gone at this point. Yes. Okay. Ippy, Ippy lasts an hour. So Ippy lasts an hour. Ippy is Ippy, gone. Ippy was helping maybe clear some rubble and stuff, and then it eventually just fades into smoke and disappears. I'm sure we'll see Ibby again. Bye, Ibby. So. Ibby was awesome. Oh, Ibby yeah, was Ibby. awesome. That was pretty sweet. Uh, you know, yeah. Uh, Star Wars moment. Was Star good. Wars moment. <laughs> that, was, that was a good get. I, I had a fun time just hearing oh, yeah. you guys come up with fantastic. that. Um, wait, that's a bullywug. I dragged over a dead bullywug instead no. of somebody else. Oof. Battle trophy. <laughs> uh, okay, and then doot, 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 doot. And Ramal, Eleander. There we are. Um, who am I missing? Karzalek. Okay. So you you make your way to Balgo Watchtower, and like I said before, there's uh, sort of groups of people. Um, some the remaining guards that have cleared their areas and reporting in all clear, uh, coming back to meet up with Eleander, who's using the tower as its intended purpose uh it's a command center for watching what comes from the swamp and uh it seems like the dust is being kind of you know knocked off a lot of the things in here a cabinet swings open and the soldiers arm themselves with better gear than they had during the fight stuff that had sit here uh for probably decades um collecting rust and dust uh but now they're they're wearing a little bit heavier armor they got howled birds um they're passing out swords to commoners um romal flies back to the top of the tower and his billowing red fabric uh, of his robe uh sort of like comes to a uh, standstill in front of you and eliander uh as you guys are sort of waiting uh, for Eliander to say something nervously once you arrive. 
and he looks over at the group assembled, uh, nods at Ramal, um, and Ramal says, before Eleander can get out a word, it is not over. There remains one challenge. If we are to put this behind us with as little suffering as we can muster. And he turns and as Eleander sort of like raises an eyebrow waiting for him to explain farther, he gestures, Ramal gestures across the way out from the tower and to the northeast by the ridge that separates the western part of town from the marshes beyond, where you saw those creatures initially hurling fire pots down onto the cornfield, there looms a big, dark shape in the moonlight fog. And as you all stand there in this awkward silence, periodically it pulses with this dim light. It almost looks like a forge. They're breathing. Um, yet the silhouette it casts is strangely more like a giant artichoke. Um, Ramal asks that everyone remain calm and not rush over there right away. He says, he says it's dangerous, but he checked on things around town and at the old Solmore Manor, and it seems quiet, but the captives must have been taken to this strange entity that has appeared outside of town. And then he looks over to the four of you, and Eleander looks like, well, I'm, he's doing my job. I'll take a sit, just, you know, seat and <laughs> hear what <laughs> Ramal has to say. And he looks at at you all, he says, I see many paths. Some light, some less illuminated. At this moment, one path shines brighter above all others. The Sentinel, the Song, the Shadow, and the Shepherd. They will see this threat undone. They will seek Bulabudur, the lost city and bring justice and smoke to the croaking fire. Seek Bulabudur, extinguish the flame. Find your friends and family. Now, I must go. Business must be attended to at the Tower of Xenopus. I fear it may have fallen to their influence as well. If you need to find me, simply, or contact me, simply speak my name. And his eyes sort of light up with fire as he levitates again, about to take off. Romal, Starsayer. And then, boosh, rockets off into the night. Bart sighs. Mm. 
Romal's Darshair. Yes? I, I didn't want to interrupt your monologue, but I'm, I'm looking for my daughter, Molly. And, I know. Uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, y you can fly, and uh, you seem to have all sorts of advanced magics. Have you perhaps seen her? She's um, short, red-haired, halfling-looking. She was here not too long ago for one of the races. You you hear after a pause, and, and you, I think this is probably you're trying to say this, and people are looking at you like, he's not here, dude. Mm -hmm. But you hear in your mind, Bartholomus, listen. Seek Bulabudur. Extinguish the flame. Find your friends and family. Okay, Bart is going to grimace a little bit and then just kind of like kick up some dust and like wander over towards the wall, just muttering underneath his breath. Always riddles and indirect answers from these arcane spell casting pieces of and And Eliander looks around his eyebrows pretty pretty high at the top of his forehead now like well uh i had a whole speech prepared myself um but i'll skip it i suppose do you accept i will stay here or if you desire come with you my lieutenants i think have the cleanup well in hand right now. Karzalek walks towards the edge and kind of gazes to the northeast at this glowing monolith and mutters, grumbles loudly enough so all can hear it's <clears throat> to the northeast. That's on the way to mid mid. Beyond that, Schlossgletcher. If we know that they're somewhere and we know that they've come all the way down here, well, I don't like this I don't like what's going on with these bullywogs. I'm in. I hope I can count that we can do this together. We have to find our way back to Schlossgletcher sooner or later, and I'd be much more put at ease knowing that these things weren't in the way. Freeze stands rigidly and salutes. Aye aye, Captain. <laughs> Uh, Crow just kind of shrugs and nods. I... I am at your service, Deliander. Until I um, find my daughter. Indeed. Well... Perhaps when this is all said and done, we can assist in that. Uh... I cannot thank you enough for what you did at the bridge. And I saw outside the barracks by the wall as well. You you all fought valiantly. I don't think we've been all of us formally introduced, though perhaps we can do so as we walk. Um, and he motions to a lieutenant who sort of like takes up his post behind this big desk and he begins walking with you guys, if you want to leave, down the spiral staircase of Balga Watch Tower. 
yeah, let's follow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tag along, yeah. Uh, he basically, as you guys get down there, introduces himself to each of you. Uh, my name is Eliander Fireborn, though you can just call me Eli. Yes, Eli, right. we've met. Pleasure. Right. And you are? I am Bartholomew Fudd. Druid. Ex-adventurer and now an adventurer once again, I think. He sort of gives you a little bit of a, a wry smile, and you can sort of catch in his facial expression like he knows what you're talking about. He's got a little bit of salt and pepper in his hair, and he's a little older, but has a bit of a spring in his step for somebody his age. Mm-hmm. These are my companions. This is, and I'm, I'll turn to Karzalek and uh, extend my hand. Oh, yeah. Karzalek will throw a very informal salute. Karzalek Grotze, guardsman with the Schlossgletzer Militia. <laughs> Schlossgletzer Militia, outrider. And I have Aye. to say, Eli, I know we've met prior, but actions speak louder than words, and... Uh, I understand. You... Right. Sometimes people come to town here, especially here. They don't always speak plain. I could tell two of you were in a bit of a bind. Perhaps we can unravel it together later. But right now, let's uh, put that behind us. No secrets. There's a threat ahead. I, I thank let's you. get our people back, all right? All right. Yes, single-minded. Carswell then nod his head over to trees. Oh wait, Believe trees that's already why we're here. Yeah, you guys actually met, and trees I think actually was pretty much truthful about who trees was. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, so uh, crow. crow and 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 Bart were really the ones that hadn't actually formally met. Yeah, Eliander. Bart was not close at all. So he looks to Crow. Uh, I saw you accompanied by. Well, he's... A lot of people in town just think he's a strange old man. Uh, some are scared of him. I've known him since I was a little boy. Ramal is a very powerful wizard. Uh, How do Crow you just, know him? Uh, Crow says, well, I'm not. Um, I'm Crow. Just Crow. And she, like, uh, she doesn't even look up at him. She's kind of just looking down at her feet. Yeah. Disengaged. Got it. Okay. I kind of like lean into Eli and be like, ah, she's had a bit of a rough time lately. Understood. Well, let's keep going. And you guys start making your way through the underbrush um, as the Balga Watch Tower fades behind you. Um, you get hundreds and hundreds of feet up the hill. Um, it's marshy and boggy in the low areas, and it's sort of these little hummocks. You're reminded a lot of the terrain that you crossed over in our very first expedition out to the uh, Koyar Lighthouse. It's, it's This terrain is just irregular everywhere uh, and wet. Freeze runs their paw over the hole in their ear from the Bloodhawk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
And then uh, I need to get a marching order from you guys. Um, Cars is happy to take point. Um, still mounted to star, I'm assuming, unless. Yeah, he... no, it's up to you. I'll, I'll, oh, I'll, you know, I will police it more stringently when I feel like <clears throat> it'd be hard for us to, to use them out. But right now, I think you had said that you had star with you. Um, I'm assuming as you are a basically a cavalier. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. Okay. <laughs> you got cool. your mount. Cars is happy to ride up front. Okay. So cars in the front. Uh, Bart will be right behind. Bart right behind. Okay. Eleander will um, volunteer if no one else wants it for rear guard. He's remember you've seen him fight now. He's got a longbow and some martial weapons at his uh, hips, but he, you haven't seen him really use the melee weapons that much. Um, I've got my short bow out, loot away, uh, right in front of him. Okay. Go ahead and move yourself where you'd like to be. You can oh, stay right. there if you'd yeah, like, yeah. but you know, on map here, we're... Yeah, yeah. We are still on the same, I think it is a hundred by hundred or something battle map, maybe <laughs> more than that. <laughs> um, it might be like a hundred by two hundred now that I'm thinking of it. Um, just ginormous town, five by five battle map. Um, so Crow, where I'm do gonna, you place I'm yourself? going to kind of, uh, just walk alongside trees. Fair enough. Too wide in the middle. Okay. All right. Um, and so it, it only takes you a couple of minutes, you know, two minutes or so to get to where you are as you're making your introductions. Uh, and Eleander is sort of like, you can kind of tell his his vibe is like, he is really freaked out and really spent, but he also knows that everybody's relying on him and he's trying to hype you guys up and keep this going because he's really afraid that you are not going to find something good and that you're not going to come back with living captives. Um, this is, you know, at the end of the day, if you come back with a few prisoners and he can say, yay, we rescued some people, the town will be a lot better off morale-wise than um, if you come back and he says, yeah, we didn't get anybody. Um, that, you know, to add on after all of that is, is just too much. So you can see that's his, his, he's trying to egg you guys on and trying to be like, I'll, I'll go in the back. Keep going. Let's go. Let's go. I got you covered. Eli, you, you feel like getting some more cover? Do you want to go back and get some more guards or you feel No, no, there, I, I, I can't leave the town vulnerable right now. They're, we, we've lost so many already. They could simply walk back in and take more. All right, pull your britches up though, all right? Get yourself together. <laughs> he, he nods and sort of pulls his, uh, his hair back out of his eyes a little bit. Eyes up, let's go. Okay. So uh, as we're approaching this uh, area to the northeast on our map here, I need the person at the front, which happens to be Karzalek, to make me a perception check as you're walking ahead. Doki perception check. That is. Oops, sorry, one second. Yeah. Eight. That is eight. eight. Yeah. Okay. It's dark out here. It's you very shouldn't... dark out here. Um, what's the illumination situation here? Tell me about that. <laughs> the illumination situation. We're mostly uh, see in the dark kind of folks, aren't we? That is true. 
So who does not have dark vision? Is it trees that doesn't have dark vision? I have dark vision. You have dark vision? Is it? Does everyone have dark vision? Pretty sure Bart, Bart doesn't have. Okay, I was gonna say I thought there was one person. Uh, okay. You didn't take that trait of goblins, I think. I don't right? even know who was available to me with the one that was given. I'm pretty so. sure. Yeah, but anyways, so yeah, that's a whole other conversation. We'll we'll have to do an aside conversation about how we built our characters. But um, I think I see Bart wobbling a little bit in the dark, so I <laughs> go in front of him and uh, and make sure to carve out a path in between him and uh, Carson. I mean, yeah, in, in pitch blackness, like I have walked through the woods in pitch blackness before, and you can do it. It just, you you have to move slow. And if you have someone in front of you that sees where they're going, it's a lot easier. So if you want to do that, I'm just going to say it's going to make you guys be moving pretty slow. You can hold my tail. <laughs> Are there? Can, can I make a perception check really quick, Ben, to see if I notice um, any before, animal life? Before you <laughs> get to do that, I want to make sure that we resolve Jesse's perception check. Okay. That, that's what has happened here. And then we were I was asking about vision. Um, so, Bart, you can't see anything in the dark, and you're walking in darkness behind trees? Yes. Okay. Um, uh, ben, so, um, yes. just, uh, just to make sure <laughs> we, we remember, uh, Crow has uh -huh. 100, 120 feet of dark vision. 120 feet of dark vision. Much further than... Okay, then let me the adjust your would. token to see if you guys can see this here. Um, I might uh -oh. have that not right. See what, Ben? See what? <laughs> <laughs> I hate to jump in there. More. 120. Okay. No, no, this is fine. This is, this is totally fine. You guys saw this artichoke shape, right? On the ridge yeah. line where you saw these creatures throwing down fire pots on the field of corn that you... Um, it's not the field of corn that you actually crossed through, but it's the one across the river from it. You know, so like you're... Um, you're, you could look across the river, which you're very near the shore of right now, and you would see where you guys emerged from that cornfield the very first time. Hmm. That's where you guys are right now. Um, so let me give you your 120 feet of dark vision. I <laughs> thought I had that set up, but can you see Ooh. anything notable now? Uh, no, I just see I terrain. So. Yeah, exactly. So um, you see more of the swamp and probably at the edge of your vision just for frame of reference up on the north or sorry that's the eastern side there mm -hmm. up on the eastern side that is like the shoreline of this of the, the gotcha. water you you see the water there um so okay. you think like you sort of cut across swampy terrain and followed up the river which is where you saw the captives being taken and um karzalek with your perception check, which we have hemmed and hawed around and not resolved here. <laughs> you make out the shape, uh, a rough shape, but the shape of a barricade. Uh, a kind of jumble of wood and trees um, sharpened, some of them, not some of them, uh, but some of them sharpened into a crude palisade. There seems to be a about five foot gap in the middle that you see one time as the artichoke shape kind of pulses that light, uh, you see this ultraviolet whoom come out of there. And uh, there's a gap of about five feet that that light comes through, which is your good perception coming through. You see that. Oh, boy. Okay. So uh, this is clearly not like some natural deadfall. This has been a pre-constructed. No. Okay. It looks, uh, like, it looks like a beaver dam with spikes, is what I'll say. Like, big. Okay, with that, cars would immediately just stop and, whoa, 
something up ahead. I can't, I can't make out what it looks like a, a barricade or a wall or something they put together. Okay. And I need everybody to roll me initiative. Ah, oh, oh, <laughs> no. There it is. I was wondering if we're going to have a, maybe they don't see us yet. We can sneak that up. An moment, That's a three. Yeah. Can, okay, can anybody speak it. to artichokes? Maybe we can. Can anybody, <laughs> does anybody know language artichoke? I, um, I hand, I pull out some dip, some melted butter. <laughs> 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 yeah. Ah, it's, it's, it's vulnerable to dip. Oh no. Nice. Uh, <laughs> okay. So hold on. Let's, let's get these, these uh, rolls here. Steve. I need to get another beer. Roll a 15. Okay. More so beer. More beer. I'm going to do it. 21. Okay. God, so damn. above 20, we have a crow. I think I've had great initiative almost every single time so far. You've had what some good initiatives in these combats. So we have a crow with 21. We have an Eleander with a 20. Nice. Boy. We have a who's next is Tree with 15. Bart got 12. Bart got 12. Cars got three. And Karzalek, the outrider in the front. Yep. Got a three. <laughs> that's that's so on brand that for the, 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 the dwarf always gets the lowest. <laughs> so you might actually you might actually kind of benefit from from that. We'll see. As everyone's um, getting ready to fight, he's like squinting his eyes like, I, I think I see something up there. I think so. <laughs> In the meantime, everyone's like, holy shit, we, we're going. Uh, man. Okay. So funny. So, um, I'm going to grab a beer really quick and then I'll narrate what's happening. Sounds beer, good. Beer. What are we going to do, fellas? Die. We'll suck. <laughs> Maybe die. <laughs> um, okay. Cool. We also don't even know what we're facing. Yeah, I, just, I can't see shit. I have zero clue what's going on. Yeah. I mean, I guess I can see maybe a little bit. But Ben did ask I mean, us what languages we know. <laughs> it's true. I, I speak Discord. What languages do you speak? And it's one hundred percent. It's got to be related to this encounter. Absolutely. Yeah, um, only reason. Yeah. Reason we're gonna mm -hmm. talk our way out. <laughs> I, I, okay. I speak dead. Yep. Speak yeah. dead. All right. So uh, on the. I have one more roll to make. I forgot. Okay. I should have had a hell of action. Stupid. So first up, Crow, um, you hear rustling in the bushes to this side of you, the north of you, just okay. rustling, coming quickly. Um, Crow will step across the line of travelers and position herself in front and ready a, uh, a fire bolt if anything threatening comes out. And she'll say, okay. they're coming from that direction. And she'll okay. gesture over there. And so we see now in, in our our camera was he is in the, the dark marshy terrain here. You guys are standing like with water ankle deep around your, your boots, uh, and the reeds and bushes ahead going like as this thing comes hurtling towards you guys. Uh, and Crow calls that out. Next is Eliander, who is gonna knock two arrows into his bow 
and is going to step off to the side a little bit and ready in action to do the exact same thing. I have a question real quick, Ben, here. Yes. Eleander's a human, right? Eleander is human. Is there light here? Can he see? Um, He has been walking in the moonlight here in the fog, not seeing anything. So he's pretty much blind right now, waiting. But, you know, like I said, it's I, I think that the, the D&D rules is written, like having people go around at night with no illumination at all, it is possible to let your eyes adjust. Oh, for sure. Um, you can kind of see. You're not totally. You can kind of see, but like maybe he's got something planned. You know, sure. he, okay. if, if he's thinking about that, he hasn't let anything on to you yet. But here we are. Cool. I, I just need to know what orientation the noises was coming from. It's so coming will... from mm -hmm. this side of you, somewhere on like this side over northwest. here. Northwest. Northwest. Yeah. Cool. Um, I will uh, knock an arrow um, okay. if I didn't already and uh, step forward to like right there and just hold an action of uh, yeah. if I see a an aggressor emerge into my dark vision that looks sure. like it's going to attack us. I'm taking a shot All right. and, uh, and just like kind of hiss to the rest of us be like, ah, are we running or fighting? Uh, Eleander shouts back. Uh, in like a sort of shout whisper, fighting. <laughs> ah, aye, sir. Um, yeah, that's my turn. All right, next in the order, Bart. Okay. Uh... No visible target. Any yep. ready actions you want to do? Any spells you want to cast? Yeah, you say it's like, what time is it right now? Like two in the morning? It is one in the morning, around one, uh, one ten by the time you guys get here. Something like that. Okay. Uh, Bart will step back one step and uh, pull out his bag of good bugsies and mm -hmm. whistle along the edge of it, kind of. You know, summon Ippy. Yep, Ibby pops up right there. Okay. Boink. So you do some motions, say something maybe, and suddenly out from the fog coalesces your uh, spirit dog. Smoky dog. Yeah, got it. Okay. That'll be my turn. That'll be your turn. Next, in the order, you guys, um, you hear this rustling coming towards you. And oh my goodness. Okay. Um, hmm. And uh, what's everybody's passive perceptions? I just want to know. Not good. Uh, Crows is 13. Uh, uh, 13 for cars. Okay. Probably 13 for Bart as well. Okay. Ooh, this, just, just checking yep. to see what this thing would have needed to roll with its bonus to fail this. And it would have needed to roll absurdly low to fail this. Um, hmm. But it did roll a nat 20 on it, so it succeeded anyway. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> Good thing he asked our passive perception. I just wanted to know <laughs> for the record what 29. it would to fail. Uh, it would have needed like a three it. or something below to he, fail. He could have this. asked our AC and then told us he rolled a natural 20. That's true. <laughs> I, I am worse. going to ask 
the AC question, though, as this rustling comes whooshing towards the person at the front, Karzalek, on the horse, and then suddenly behind you, this horrifying frog creature that stands on two legs like the rest of the Bullywugs, but looks just a little different than the other ones, uh, appears out of the thick underbrush and slashes at you with long talons. Oh, baby. What is your armor Wait, class, Karzalek? 19. That's a mist. Ooh, okay. It skitters Spicy. off of your armor, this long claw, and it leaves like a like a big scratch. Um, and you all hear that as you whip your, your vision around and see a very hostile creature making an attack against Karzlek. So let's resolve all of these readied actions. Yeah. Light them up, guys! <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm gonna just uh, put it up so that you can all see here what this thing is. Okay. It's me. Smile. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you describe oh. that for the audience at home? What's that smile? What does that thing smile actually look like? It needle, like it's got a bunch right? of hundreds of needle-like teeth. It looks like it In, made a joke like a that it's way too happy about. Yeah, yeah, it is like kind of smiling a little bit, doesn't it? Look like that? It's, it looks okay. almost like a frog with baleen. A frog with like baleen, but when it opens its mouth, you can see just that it is most definitely just teeth, teeth and it has yeah. claws. Freakish, um, okay. long arms and talons. Yeah. Like this is yeah. not a proportionally correct frog, but it it's, is it's very yeah. That's very right. It's like proportionally, it's not like a frog anymore. It's like some something else a little bit. Um, <laughs> okay, so first readied action I remember hearing about was a uh, crow readied action. Uh, firebolt. So I will cast firebolt. that. Uh, roll up twenty one. Twenty one. I am pretty sure that is a hit. Okay. Yeah, that's a hit. All right. It is six fire damage. Okay. Um, this thing, it, it it's like uh, strikes the side of this big, slimy, weirdly lithe-looking frog, and the fire goes like, boosh, and scatters in a sort of odd pattern. Um, and it doesn't look like it damaged it at all. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Um, let's see. Wait, what, is that the, the firebolt? The firebolt did not seem to damage the frog <sighs> at all. It didn't even react in pain. Oh, um, boy. Oh, well, dear God. I'm out. See y'all later. No. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. um, so, uh... Is that the end of your turn, though? You're gonna firebolt it with your. That's at the end of your ready um, action. Sorry. Yeah, that, that was my only. Uh, I can only ready one action, right? Right. So that's, no, of yeah, course. That's, that's a silly question of mine, then. Um, so the other ready actions, though, are arrows knocked in various ranged weapons. Correct. Confirmed. Is that it, Bart? Am I forgetting that you ready a spell? Nope. I cast my spell. I summon my creature. Okay. I'm you rolling my creature. attack. So there's just one ready action. Um, and, I guess and, Eli. Oh, Eli. Yeah. Eli. Yeah. 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 Eli did. Yeah. It has many areas. Go ahead uh, with your attack trees. I, I, I must have been scared. I rolled a three plus mm. four is seven. So just shoot it off into the darkness. Like, oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> surprised to see it. Probably thing. hits, right? Yeah. Mall, my friend. Not a hit is what that is. Um, yeah. <laughs> let me check on so. Eliander's 
character sheet here to see because he's close. He's definitely close. Loading. Oh boy. Um. Well, did love the monster it. already hit cars? It, or was it, it, a... it raked its fingernail across his armor. Uh -huh. um, did but did it, you it like announce whether or not damage. that hit? It did not it hit, hit him. him. It was a glancing okay. blow. Okay. Um, so, okay, Eleander's attack is a miss by one. Um, and, and, you know, one of his arrows goes thoom, out uh, of the way of this creature. The other one, he, uh, yeah, it's just, he, he's, he's trying to be so cautious because he can't see so well. And he uh, curses one time then you see him sort of slide these things over his head um, and lock in this like strap on his helmet uh, and it looks like he's setting up some sort of device here um, okay then next in the order I believe those are all the readied actions correct uh, I believe so alright and we were at that thing's turn so now we're at Karzalek you are five feet away within melee distance of this frog creature with long claws and long teeth. What do you do? All right. Round well, two. We got fireball, firebolts and arrows flying and this thing popping out of nowhere. Cars, likewise, as Eli. He's going to drop a curse, steady star as best as he can, hold those reins tight, and take a swing with his longsword. Okay. That is a 24. That's yeah. gonna be a hit. Nice, nice. Nice work. That's okay. Six, six slashing. Six and slashing damage, and you will draw apply blood. Yeah. Uh, oh, you'll, you'll apply, apply a mark a... Okay. as well. Sorry. Um. All right. Duly noted. Um, what does the mark do again? Go ahead so, and explain for everyone. While this frog is within five feet of me, it, or cars, it has disadvantage on any attack roll that does not target him, Ooh. and if it should attack someone else, he can spend one of three charges to um, have a bonus melee attack at him with like, you know, modifiers and stuff. I love okay. it. I also love it. That sounds great for Rogi also standing there and stabbing him. Oh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm getting all tingly inside. <laughs> uh, <laughs> great. Uh, okay. So is that the end of your turn? You make yes. an attack and okay. Um, then we are at, at the top of round two, Crow. Uh, Crow, after seeing her spell fail, just says, fine, we'll do it the other way. And she just strides up, uh, taking out um, her two short swords. And uh, I guess she'll kind of go to stand on the opposite side of Kara, sort of, but not blocking okay. Bart. And sure. uh, we'll start a stabbing. Start a stabbing. All right. Uh, here's the first one. A seven will probably not do it. I'm that's guessing. a seven. That's not a hit. All yeah. right. And then the other one, it's a bonus action using her bonus action. Right. A 13, 13. also probably not going to do it. it. You, you just sort of swing at this thing and it dodges both times. It's just so fast. Uh, you can't can't quite connect with it curses okay eleander unless you have something else crow nope that's that's it okay eleander fiddles with this thing on his head finishes 
setting it down, and you sort of hear this like as uh, green goggles kick on, um, and he he sort of knocks one more arrow, and this one glimmers a little bit. Oops, rolled prematurely here, and now I can't pick up my die. Where it is? There it is. Where it is? There it is. Where it is? There it is. Okay, um, that is going to be a hit. And this glimmering arrow goes and lands right in the hide of this uh, of this creature. And it sort of the glimmering sort of dances out across it. And the next attack against this creature will have advantage as it's outlined by a similar effect to the fairy fire spell. Hmm. Oh, sick. Just for the record, how like bloodied do my comrades look? Cars and and Bart like. Yeah. It... You can tell us in HP numbers if you'd like. How okay. many HP out of what? It doesn't matter to me. Um, it's it's how you guys want to approach it. Cars has fifteen out of forty-four. Oh yeah, so. that 44. is as you said earlier, beat to shit. <laughs> uh, Bart has sixteen out of forty. Okay. Good to know. Cool. All right. Good to know. Um, so it is my turn. <clears throat> I will uh, turn to this creepy little squatting frog thing and be like, uh, you stupid idiot. My friends have made fools of you. And I will viciously mock it. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Okay. Very nice. Um, so it makes a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom DC saving throw. 13. Pull up this thing's wisdom. Probably has tons of it, right? Um, it's the wise frog. It's the, it's the wisest frog I've ever met. I don't know. <laughs> um, ooh, it wouldn't matter anyway. It rolled a three. Yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah. So it takes 2d4 psychic damage. Okay. Ooh, roll some I rolled demise. seven. Nice. Seven psychic okay. damage. Let me check into something here. Um. Yep, that's um, that's seven damage. All right. Okay. Uh, and it it kind of lets out a, a long croak in pain, like, and uh, opens its mouth really wide. It's definitely you've hit it a couple of times, you guys. Now, so. Cool. Um, uh, and. For clarification, we do hear another enemy to our east, right? You Towards heard the wall. some some rustling out there, and okay. uh, cars relayed that he saw this like barricade up ahead too. So cool. I mean, one enemy inside a barricade seems pretty unlikely. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. So I will uh, I will turn to Crow, and be like, Hey, Crow, you got this, and uh, give her bardic inspiration. Aw, thank you. And I will <laughs> just like step out over here, just like holding, uh, pull out another arrow, but I don't have anything to do with it. Okay. And uh, that's going to be my turn. All right, Bartholomeus. Bartholomeus. All right, so how dark are we talking here, Mr. Ben? Full darkness. All right, so am I going to be per, like, how does that work in 5th edition again? Am I percentile um, dying you, this? Yeah, I think, let's see, so full darkness. Uh, <laughs> that's always a great search. Yeah. And perception checks. 
that a disadvantage on, on yeah, disadvantage on anything that relies on sight. So if you have some other means of locating these things for a hit, I would hear your argument for that, but I don't think you do. So yeah, but right, I do have advantage on this Eliander is because he's glowing, right? So I would just cancel it out. Um, yeah, Eliander's I guess that would in yeah. this yeah in this case. Then Eliander's first two attacks, he rolled quite well, but you guys well. were. Uh, catching me out saying, oh, how is he seeing? And I was like, well, he does have a way of seeing and I did not say that he was using it. So let me go into his character sheet and put that on and yada, yada. So, so actually one um, question though about that, if yes. it is similar to the fairy fire spell, can I just see this thing? Is this thing glowing now? I think right now, functionally, you can see it, which makes you be able to use your attack at, uh, you know, a normal ability. Right um, yeah. Okay. Uh, then Bart will Thorn whip it. Thorn, okay, thorn, whip, thorn whip. whip. Um, and I would say because you can a see it, so you can attack without disadvantage, right? Yes. Uh, B, the spell effect I think was uh, the next time a ranged or physical attack is made with you know against AC, right? Um, sure. You get advantage, so I think you would get advantage here, right? Because okay, vicious yeah, mockery kind of is a right. spell with so a saving throw. So I don't think it's quite the same. All right, so first roll, first roll is a 13 so on the die. So that would be an 18 to hit. Let's see what the second uh, one is. An 18, yeah, go ahead and roll. Second. Oh wait, I got a nat 20 on the second one. Hey, Ooh. look at that, nat 20. Okay, <laughs> let's draw a crit card. Crit there you go, crit card. Okay, crit card from Nord Games. Would love to All have right, more of go. your decks, Nord Games. Just saying. Um, <laughs> you make like, a hundred different kinds of decks. Anyway, moving on. Um, what kind of damage is this? This is uh, slashing. I mean, this, it's a spell, though. So right, but oh, piercing. it's a spell critical. But it, it, yeah, what it's kind a of spell damage? critical, but it's piercing damage. Okay, because we can look at our options then, basically there. Yeah. Um. So nice. Okay, targeted spell. I like it. It's like uh, because it was outlined, the conditions lined up in the darkness. You really got a bead on the. What were you targeting on this thing when you grabbed it? Um, probably wherever the arrow hit exactly. Like, okay, so like the, to it's hunched. Right it's, it's hunched yeah. back. So sure. right around his big, uh, you know, croaking pouch there. So mm -hmm. targeted spell, maximum double damage. Ooh, damn, Woo! but it's twelve damage. Twelve damage, and then you pull it, right? Uh, I can pull it. I'm not going to okay. pull it though. Okay. Because remaining next to Kar's Lex seems like a good sure. idea. Wouldn't it provoke um, an attack of opportunity if it was pulled out of his face? No, forced movement does not provoke Forced movement? Ah, right. Okay. That'd be very broken. Hey, I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> is, is jo my job to know that kind of shit? And I didn't know that. I, I think I've, I've, it's come up before, but it's not something I've yeah, 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 yeah. memory. I've, I've um, looked into building many characters based around Trying to idea. move it people in not, and out. Yeah, that, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense why they would rule against that. Anyways, yes. moving forward. Um, uh, so Bart, it, you you rake your thorn whip across this thing and it screams again. Uh, and it, it looks pretty poorly now. I'm not going to lie. Right. Bart is then going to purse his lips again, whistle, and then like jerk his head and Ibby is going to bound over. Okay. Boink, boink, boink. We will go there. Ibby will attack. Ibby has advantage on its attack because one or more allies is close or threatening this target, basically. Okay. So the first one is a natural 19 on the die, so that's a 24 to hit. 
Okay, that's gonna be a hit. Crits. Maybe does not crit, but maybe will do. Oh wait, so are you drawing with advantage? Yes, because it's a wolf. Because so technically, wolves have wolves have pack tactics, which means that if uh, a target is yeah, being yeah. threatened got by it, it, yeah, another person, I see. All right, and then Ibby is going to do. Uh, that's minimum damage, but that is going to be uh, seven points of damage for the bite. Seven points of damage, and it takes this thing down. It leaps on top of this frog and starts biting it and biting it and clawing it until it expires. Expired dog. At that moment, you hear that rustling sort of uh, come to a crescendo and three normal-ass-looking bullywugs arrive (laughs) on the horizon, having caught up with their fast, more supernatural companion. Okay. You're gonna do one I have, I, have, I have a move action and a bonus action still. Okay. Uh, this I can't see this necessarily, but the noise was coming from the east. Can I mean, you, you can hear them getting close. They're within 50, 60 feet of you. Okay. You can hear noises coming from the, uh, the, where the barricade is, you know. It's not, not complicated to deduce what's happening here. Okay. Um, uh, Bart is going to take just one step back to kind of stand shoulder to shoulder with Crow. It is going to look over at Karzalek. Actually, oh, how much range does this have? Okay, not that much range. Okay, that'll be my turn. I'll end my turn there. You see where the barricade is? These three normal-looking bullywugs come rushing out, and they sort of stand there at the edge of your vision, looking menacing, like like they're guarding something. Mm -hmm. Um, And the rustling sound doesn't stop in the meantime um, until you hear it getting closer and closer and closer and oh my god I've literally rolled two nat 20s tonight and both of them are on these stealth checks to get up (laughs) to you guys without them noticing (laughs) we are on their home turf true you are they also have bullywugs have some stats that uh, are pretty good for hiding that's what I'll say this one however comes up all it can do with its movement and still have anything left to do on its turn is come up to trees. Trees. Who is in oh, the front hell. right now. And it looks just like the other one did. Larger than the other bullywugs, longer limbs, claws, teeth. But this time it's going to instead of making a melee attack against you, uh, it's going to kind of wrench its head back and you hear like this cracking as it shifts its vertebrae into position. And it's gonna let out a horrible screech. Um, And let me see what you guys have to do here. Every creature within 30 feet of that slot need to make 
a uh, constitution saving throw. So that's Karzalek. Trees. It's everybody, isn't it? Is it everybody? Yeah, yeah that's everyone. It's everybody, it's everybody except for Eliander. Eliander yeah. is not yeah. involved. Cars roll an eight. Con save. Everybody yeah. within 30 feet, which is everybody, make a constitution save throw, including Ippy. That's the second three I've rolled oh. tonight. Let me look at <laughs> uh, Bart got a 16. Let me look at Ippy's. Yeah, there's already uncertainty there. I, I was, I was, while I was saying that, I was like, "Wait, is that everybody? Is that everybody?" And I was like, "Wait, I got everybody! Yeah, I got everybody!" <laughs> Congrats. The only person you didn't get is yourself. Yeah. Wow. I, I regretted not using that first off on my first <laughs> one of these things, but uh, tried to make a normal attack. Shame, shame on me. Um, okay, so is that everybody's rolls? We got an eight, a six, a sixteen, a four, and a five. Wow. Okay. I'm gonna tell you one of those things saves. One of those rolls saves. It's the hey, four, rest right? of them. New <laughs> 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 uh, Bart with a 16 Yay. saves. The rest of you are going to take some damage. No. As this thing screams so loud that it, it hurts your ears and you guys cup your hands to your ears resisting this. Cool. I would like to use my cutting words. Mm-hmm. It's a reaction. So as okay. as I like see it, I just turn around and like be like, please don't. And uh, I'll roll okay. a, a die to reduce the damage by the die. Reduce the damage. Is it yeah, for everyone or for six. you? Um, it says, uh, uh, you, uh, let's see. When a creature that you can see within 60 feet of you makes an attack roll, an ability check, or damage roll, you can use your reaction to expend one of your bardic inspiration, blah, 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 to subtracting the number from the creature's roll. Okay. So I'd imagine that works for everyone. If it's from a single roll. damage roll, then yeah. Okay. I got one more die to roll here, and I'll tell you. Okay. And um, go ahead and tell me what you yes. reduce it by. Ooh, MB trees. Okay, nice. I'm doing some math here. Hold on. <laughs> um, Big brain. Each of you take 18 sonic damage. Oh, oh fuck! Moly, moly. <laughs> this thing shrieks and pierces you your eardrum, and you bleed out of your ears and out of your eyes and nose as it pierces the night with its scream. Metal! I, I have to say, I rolled really well on my damage. Oh, man. Really Wait, so is that 18? It's 18 reduced, right? That is the reduced number. That is how much God you damn. take. Yeah. Damn. That's reduced by five. Um. <laughs> well, Alright, but so... Good, good. I, yeah, Che only gets half anyway, half of that. Or half so of is it a save for half, or is it not a save for half? It's you don't take any damage. Okay, sorry. Yeah, nice. So you you are not. Yeah, we'll say at the last second you see it like well up with air and you plug your ears and you you don't hear this and it doesn't hurt you as some bad. Of my, so some of my like, good oh, brace. My good bugsy fleas fly into my ears. <laughs> Way go. to make that from believable to just completely ridiculous. What? It's true. It's true. It's fair. Uh, <laughs> So, um, 
fuck. That was that thing's turn. I think that's all it can fuck, do. Fuck that Let thing. me check. He does uh, it again. Yeah, that is an act. No. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. That was an action. Multi-shriek. And it used it to move. So um, that is the end of that thing's turn. The Bullywugs are going to take a few steps forward, but that's their turn. Um, and then we're back at Karzalek. End of round two. Can you believe it? Wow. Yep. Um, yeah, Karzalek is down. Like down, like he had no health. Like zero. That was that was eighteen oh, Sonic, correct? That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh that, I realized I told horse down. I totally, I totally forgot to account for Star. Um, did mm. I need to roll for Star? Star only has eleven. Uh, we do need to roll for Star. Yeah, oh, no, shit. Star is a maybe. horse, a a just a normal riding horse. Please, no, it's uh, maybe Star is deaf. Did you well, want to see if Star is deaf? <laughs> are, do you want your horse to be deaf? I don't know about that. That's um, better than death. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Very I'm true. Roll for, I'll, I will roll for star right now. Okay. Um, so you can still beat a deaf horse, you know. Mm. Oh, star rolled no a worry. seventeen. Didn't yeah. get a bonus. Didn't know star. star is fine. Okay. I, I, so run, I, star, I, run for your life. Run. Okay. So, so, but, hold on. No, so, but Karzalek is knocked Down. out. Totally Not knocked like out. Light. So we okay. come to Karzalek's turn. Make me a death saving throw. Oh no. Okay. Oh, Christ. That's the first one. That's a, oh. oh my god, wait. <laughs> no way. That means you get two, right? That, yeah, that's a wait, crit fail. Wait, let's read this out loud. Hold on. That's a, that's a one. That's a one. Okay. A crit fail. Oh, death saving throw. Uh, I'm, I'm going to just read it here, you guys. Hold on. Uh, it was the first my... one, so it makes sense it was number one. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, there you go. It only goes up from oh. here. <laughs> Next oh, one's my. a two. That's a Good lord. So are you like slumped down in your saddle or do you fall I off? I think he just got work? straight flat assed off his horse by the force of that shout. Like some okay. you know, like canary action, like boom. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Uh, this hold is on, wild. Guys. We just gotta do this by the book. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> I love this. I live for this. I'm trying uh, to determine. My last spell slot could be invisibility here. <laughs> 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 Bye. I mean, hey, you do, you do, you crow. What choices. page is this on? If anyone knows, I'm gonna go I, uh, I, I find Ramal, guys. On Google for this stuff. I want to do it right out of the, the book for the important <laughs> thing. Yeah. Can someone uh, start telepathically on, calling Ramal? Like, hey, Ramal, we need, we need a hand. Is on. <laughs> Fuck that tower you're at. Yeah. <laughs> uh, death. Where's death? Death is nowhere to be found. <laughs> No, just looking I'm looking for the exact text on on when somebody dies. Um, and oh, it's throws. two failed death saving throws for a natural yeah. one. Right. Yeah. I, right. I know, I, I know that's yeah. what you're saying. What I'm looking yeah. for is the passage in the I'd imagine it's in the PHB. Guide. Is it in the PHB, not the Dungeon Master's guide? Yeah, because I'd imagine that yeah, players would want to know. Yeah, yeah. Let me okay. look too. Yeah, this is what we do. When we get to something really important, we're gonna do it by the book. That's a good um, policy. Combat is 189 on the player's handbook. Because I have read things off Roll20 stuff before. I've read things off the wiki and it's been inaccurate in the past. I'm not gonna yeah. do that with, with a, a character deck. Um, not a uh, I found it. Uh, hit points. Here it is. Healing. Dropping I to zero hit points. 
Okay. Uh, Rolling a one or a twenty. When you make a death saving throw on and roll a one on the d twenty, it counts as two failures. If you roll you a twenty on the d twenty, you regain one hit point. Okay. So mm-hmm. it's two failures. Page one ninety seven. I want to make sure everyone understands then what that means. Karzalek nice. is one turn and a fail away from permadeath right now. He is knocking on death's door. Yeah. So I don't know what you guys can do on your turn, but that was Karzalek's turn. And now yeah, at the top fine. of round three, with at the end of round three, if you have not done something to save Karzalek, if he fails his saving throw, he will die. <laughs> I'm so glad Bart made this save. Otherwise, we'd be too last. down. Okay, that's, that's so, kind of good at least. We have a yeah, we you have one full cycle. I just want you to understand what is happening. So go Wait, ahead. What's happening? Nope. So <laughs> go ahead. Someone comes down. It is oh, your man. turn. Top Ooh. of round three. There is one more of the big bad frogs, three normal frogs now, and one of your comrades might die forever. What do you do? This is kind of a decision moment. It's a. Uh... <laughs> We're still in initiative, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Oh, absolutely. Good. Absolutely. I'm so stoked Bard made his save. I know it. Otherwise, we'd be two down. That was that was bonkers. That could have been really bad. Yeah. <laughs> that was very close. I was not expecting that ability to do 23 points of damage. <laughs> no, I mean that lot. was that was close to maximum damage. I had a feeling it was bad, crazy. but not that bad. And you guys are level four now. Gotta watch out. Yikes. A uh, crow starts to move away like she's leaving. And she kind of takes a few steps and then stops and turns and puts all of her energy into a spell um, to try to finish off this thing if she possibly can. Um, so she does something you've seen her do once before where she tries to drain the life from something. But. Uh, she's able to do it at a distance now. It's like you see her fingers oh. almost kind of stretch out with this spectral shadow and just reaches oh, out I know what to, you're touch, doing. to touch this uh, green froggy boy. So One we'll might see. even say it was like a meta-magically yeah. distant spell. Mm. Yeah. There you go. So <laughs> we'll see if this works though. All right, and I have inspiration I can spend you on You do, it. you might want to spend it, yeah. We'll see, we'll see. I'm gonna roll a 20 first roll this. Okay, roll, yeah. roll, yeah. All right. This is an attack. Hey, hey 19. 19. You, almost, yep. you almost were correct. Yeah. 22 total, okay. Um, That's gonna be a hit. Okay, so this is uh, 3d10 necrotic damage. Okay, 3d10. It's big money. 20 nice. necrotic damage. Nice. Wow. Okay. Um, it, this thing looks bad. It, it looked bad now. Um, it's not dead, but that was a lot of damage. Whew. That's well all done. I can do. Okay. That's, that was a nice one. That was nice. That was a nice one. Doing some damage to try to get the threatening stuff away from trees. I like it. Um... Next in the order is Eliander with his night vision goggles on. He is going to, uh, sorry, goggles of night or whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, he is going to aim at the uh, 
lesser frog monstrosity in front of him, and he's going to knock two arrows for the final time he can do that today. Those are two pretty good rolls, and they both, I think, yep, plus his attack bonus, yep, they both hit. So let's do some damage. These are just normal attacks. Okay. Not bad, not bad. Uh, oh, it is, yeah, okay. It is clinging to life by a thread as these two arrows go thunk, thunk into the creature that just screamed at you guys. But it's not quite down yet. Oh, no. Trees, you are up and within reach of this monster. Yes. Okay. So I will like I will have raised my paws from I, I was covering my ears after hearing that terrible off key yeah. shrieking. Um, I will turn to cars and I will be like, uh, get up, we're not done yet. And uh, cast healing word at at second level. Nice. nice. Okay. Okay. So I'm just going to yeah. turn to him and be like, get up. <laughs> um, okay. And, yeah. Roll some d4s. Oh, baby. That's, ooh, I rolled a four and a three, so that's seven plus nice. my charisma bonus plus three is that's ten. That's help. That's gonna ten help. Ten HP to Karzalek. Oh, You're back man. up. You're yes. conscious. I think Blessed you probably didn't. feline soul. Uh, roll me, uh, Karzalek, roll me a handle animal check right now. Oh, yes, you got it. Kars rolls a 13. Nice. Okay, you stay in the saddle when you go down. Okay. Oh, wow. Right on. Okay. You just like Excellent. slumped over on the horse and now you're back up. Cars just, um, he, he just kind of like, oh, deathly like pulls himself up. It straight into his saddle, shakes his head, reaches under his helmet with his hand, looks at his fingers. He's clearly bleeding out his ears. Yeah. You, you blacked out for a second. And he's, and he asks in a tone that's much louder than what is normally required, clearly indicating he's probably lost some hearing. <laughs> What's going on? There's really no need to yell. That's nice. That's nice. Um, trees, go ahead and take a mark of heroism for healing oh. one of your comrades back from the brink. That could have gone. That could have been wow. the end yeah. of that character. That could have Very been the scary. end of Cars Like Story right there. That would have been. That would have been. A, man, that. I mean, it's a story moment either way. Woo! Either but, way. But yeah. Thank you, trees. Thank you. Thank Heck you. Thank yeah. you. That's why I've been saving that spell slot. Okay. Um, so I will I will say that to Cars, and then I will turn to this gross frog thing next to me, and I will say, "Why don't you croak?" and uh, <laughs> viciously mock it. Ooh, okay. Oh, okay. A pun too. That's an advantage, mm. I think. <laughs> uh, DC thirteen. DC thirteen. All right. Wisdom save. Wisdom saving throw. Thank you. Let me look at this thing's stats. Got to get it right. Okay. It, it passes. I'm no. sorry. Yeah. Uh, oh, it, 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 I'll tell you this. It even has a minus to <sighs> the save. And it, Don't it tell me well that. That's brutal. Yeah, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it rolled no. really well. No, I'm, I'm telling yeah. you is yeah. it could have rolled poorly, but uh, it, yeah. luck was and fate was not on your side in that moment. Um, sure. Nothing happens then? It happens. 
Um, yeah, okay. nothing happens on a cantrip if, uh, okay. if it fails. Um, I right. was wondering if I would be able to use my interaction with an object or whatever to be able to um, like put away my short bow and pull out my rapier. Yeah, sure. You haven't used cool. your move this turn. I think that's fine. Yeah. So I'm just standing you, you, you there. You do and I pull a lot out. within that time, but I think we, yeah. it, it visually makes sense to me. I can see it. Yeah, I see it shake off my vicious mocking, and I'm like, Ugh, yeah. and I pull out my rapier. So that's yeah, my turn. Got it. Okay. Next in the order, Bartholomus Fudd. The Fudster. The Fudster, as they know him. They do know me that way. Um. Fucking hell. It's the, it's, the, it's, the, it's the group that constantly fights with only one spell slot for all the <laughs> I mean, it has, it's, it's, it's a battle. You don't get for to sessions. rest for a long time. But yeah, for right. sessions, there has been a battle because we measure time in six second increments. So keep going. Uh, actually, Bart is not going to be there. Bart is going to move here. Bart will Thorn Whip attack this slad. Okay, you thorn move whip. up yep. towards where Karzalek was down, which I'll fix that X no, there. That's true, he is X'd out. So I'm he's, right next to Ibby. He's not X'd. You're not next to Ibby, and you're five feet behind Karzalek. Sorry, five feet behind trees and the uh, frog monster right there. I swear I'm not lying, Ben. Uh-huh. I got another nat 20. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Okay. <laughs> Yay! Okay. Thorn Whip is my signature spell from now on until the end of time. Since episode one. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Tell me what what happens when you kill this thing. And we'll we'll draw a crit card. But while that's fun. I draw crit this cards crit card, fun. I'm going to draw it and then you can tell me. I'll, I'll do it that way. Okay. Some, it could benefit the team, could benefit somebody else. So, magic? Or do you want to do piercing this time? You tell me. Magic. Magic. Okay. Uh oh. Didn't want this... it. What? Huh? Yeah, oh, go what? ahead. Go ahead. Didn't want it anyway. Double damage and a non magical item the target is holding or wearing is also affected by the damage type of the spell. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is this thing wearing anything? <laughs> uh, it's wearing nothing. No. Yeah. Birthday <laughs> suit. It is a it's a birthday suit, you know, which is fine because it's a frog. Strip it naked right in front of organs me. are not right, so displayed on their outside. I, I, I will interpret this humans. then as uh, I, I like this thing just yelled, right? Because what it did on his last turn, it, it croaked, mm -hmm. it shrieked. All yep. right, so yep, yep, Bart, Bart strides forward, being the only one that's saved against this thing and like focuses and whips his thorn whip at this thing's open okay. mouth in wraps around its tongue and like there you go. pulls it pulls the tongue out of this thing's uh throat and it's it, it sort of like skids through the mud towards you past uh past trees and then dies fun very nice <laughs> oh wait there's still three more bullywugs Thanks, there Bart. are supposedly. there are three more normal mm -hmm. bullywugs and there is the great artichoke in the distance oh man i'm a great artichoke all right, so okay. Ben, I do not have dark vision. Ibby does have 60 feet of dark vision. But can I'm, you see through no, Ibby? So Ibby is an independent entity. So okay. Ibby can Bart, see a bully look. Yes. Okay. Bart is going to turn and be like, mm, Ibby, sick him. Keep him off, crow. And then okay. whistle. 
and then send Ibby after whatever Bullywog Ibby so can see. So this direction over here to the north. Okay. Uh, if you want to move it, because I don't I'll know just where move. it is. So. How far <laughs> do you move? 60 feet. Okay. So Ibby will move right up to a Bullywog and attack it, or is that... The... I think that's a double move. Let me double check, though. Oh, 60 feet. Yeah, I think 60 feet. feet is the double move. Oh, sure. then 30 feet I can do. One, two, three, four, five, six. It can it can run towards the Bullywogs with, with 30 feet of movement. Okay. Okay. That'll be it. Next, in the order... They get to go. <laughs> um, and you hear shouting in this language that you've now heard a fair amount tonight. Um, but they are shouting and bullywug at each other as they advance a little bit together as one. And then, let's see, that's one, two, three, four, five. And they reach Ibby, two of them. And then one, two, me. Okay, and then this one makes a standing leap like Bullywugs can do to finish its movement. Boom! Lands right in front of trees. <laughs> Bouncy boy. Um, and it is going to round out its turn by trying to chomp at you with newly revealed very sharp sharp teeth hidden underneath it's normal bullywug looking face. <laughs> My god, it's a hidden it's a it's a slad cosplaying as a bullywug. What is your armor class? Um Oh, this brings up an interesting question. So at the end of last game you said that we picked up some loot, but we Yes. Would we have had time to change out that loot? I think that yeah, I would absolutely. have changed into okay. So instead, I have some Mariner's armor, so my AC is okay. 14. 14? Yeah. Okay. That's going to be a hit with the bite attack. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> um, um, it latches. Go ahead. You got something to say? I think I'm going to cutting words it. Okay. Yeah. It's a reaction. How many of those do you have? It's a reaction, and it's a, it takes a bardic inspiration. So this will be my last bardic inspiration. Okay. But I only have Worth eight it. hit points, and I don't want to die. Sure. Oof. <laughs> I can look at the bite attack damage here. Let me so, see that. But go ahead. So I will roll to reduce roll whether to reduce or not it, it hits me at all. And I still have the number here yeah. on the die. Good luck there. Yes, I rolled a five. So oh, minus wow. Five to it. Wow. And what is your armor class again? Remind me. 14. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to do it. It had, a, oh. it had above a dirty 20. And I was like, oh my god, you have a chance there. No. I'm going to say, you can't touch me. I'm too pretty. And then it goes, <laughs> and just gloms its giant jaw into your shoulder with its sharp, sharp teeth. And I'm going to roll some damage here. Fun. Um, oh, trees. I saved it for that. Who knows? Let's see. That's, that's, <laughs> I'll tell you what it is so we can know going into it. Um... That is 2d6 plus 2 damage coming your way. You should enable 3d dice and roll it. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to roll it in my in my <laughs> world here. I have a, a, a d6 or 2 in my hand here. 2d dice is fun for important rolls. Oh, okay. That is 10 damage. Boom! Chomp! 
And so how many HP did you have? Trees falls unconscious. Oh, Tree no. falls I had unconscious. Eight HP. I need you as well to make me a constitution saving throw. It'd be my pleasure. There's more? Ooh, that's not great. That's a <laughs> five. Okay. As you as trees falls and this frog creature, like we see it sort of like latch on its jaw. And it it like braces its legs against the ground and like flexes and all of you watching this you see how muscular this thing is even though it's weirdly skinny and weirdly tall and then it braces its hands against the corpse of one of the other uh, creatures nearby and against the ground and just pushes trees into the muck and you hear just this sound of like crunching like and crunching with this sort of gagging sound and trees, as you fall unconscious, you feel where it bit into you in your shoulder. You feel it's like knives stabbing into it and ripping it. And you feel like it, it unlatches from you and stands up dramatically, looking at the rest of the party, blood dripping from its sharp teeth. And it sort of staggers a little bit, looking like satiated, oddly. And... It lets out one more, just for flavor, horrible screech, and levels to attack the party again. And we're gonna pick up right there next week. It is whisper. Feeling satisfied. (laughs) 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 Oh, Oh, man. (laughs) Wow. Ay, caramba. Oh, Damn. damn. That was, that was a fight.